0: Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for July 20th, 2014. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks-Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Lifting the Veil of Secrecy. The words of the psalmist, The words of this anthem are so comforting and so wonderful until we consider our secrets. I hope you've already started thinking about what your secrets are. I want to go ahead, since we've spent the summer doing some creative things with prayer, Following the sermon, and we will do that again today. I want to go ahead and ease your mind. You are not going to have to write your secret down, you're not going to have to say your secret out loud, you're not going to have to share your secret with anybody else except God. So go ahead and start thinking on your secrets. Since it started as an experiment in January of 2005, postsecret.com postsecret.com has become quite a hit. Every Sunday, 10 new secrets were posted. The rules were simple. Anonymous people decorate with artwork a postcard portraying a secret that they had never before revealed. No restrictions on the content of the secret, only that it be completely truthful and must never have been spoken before. In the first two years of this art project, over 2,500 original pieces of art were posted, I find it interesting that they call this an art project. What they meant was, in the first two years, over 2,500 secrets were anonymously revealed, everything from sexual misconduct, to criminal activity, to secret desires, and embarrassing habits, hopes, and dreams. Every Sunday since 2005, Ten new secrets were selected from the thousands of postcards mailed to an address in Germantown, Maryland to post for all the world to see. I went and read a lot of them. Some of them make you want to say, I don't believe I'd have told that. (laughs) It didn't take long for the creator of this project to team up with 1-800-SUICIDE to assist with some of these anonymous cries for help. There is now an art exhibition that travels the country showing a collection of these secrets. Secrets. Are powerful things. Search me and know me, so the psalm goes. But do we really mean that? Aren't there some things we'd rather not be known about us? Aren't we all hiding something? Is there something from your past or in your present? That you have never told another living being. Something that you've done. Something that you saw. Something that you experienced. Something that you felt. Something, some thought that you had. Some hope. Some dream. All of the secrets don't have to be dark. But for whatever reason, you feel that you cannot voice this to another person. Shame, embarrassment, denial, fear all jump into our secret places and do a real number on us. I think the psalmist wrote this particular psalm to be a word of comfort. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit. You know when I get up. You know what I'm thinking. You know where I travel. You know when I lie down. You know what I'm saying. I cannot hide from you, and I cannot escape from you no matter where I go, no matter what I do. I am fully known by you. I think the psalmist thinks this is good news. Good news. I'm not so sure we would all agree, given the amount of secrets that are floating in this space right now. If you think about it, it should make you uncomfortable. After the psalmist says all of this, after the psalmist says of all, wait a minute, my sentence doesn't make sense. After the psalmist says all of this. Oh, there, I'm missing a comma. After the psalmist says all of this, comma, there still seems to be something unknown. And so the writer gives one more plea. Even after admitting that nothing is hidden from God, the psalmist ends that collection with, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Search me and know me, the psalmist says, but I wonder if that is really our prayer. Oh, there are some that believe in full disclosure. They share too much. T-M-I, too much information. Nothing is hidden from their lives. They perhaps overshare. But even those folks... Are probably hiding some insecurity some self-doubt some self-loathing we all have our secrets and I think we think that we can even hide those things from God in our summer of praying I want you to consider Praying your secrets. I've done gone to meddling. If we believe with the psalmist, then these prayers will not be new news to God. A huge revelation about which God has been totally unaware or about which God has been kept completely in the dark, that's not going to happen. Rather, the prayers of our secrets may just be an unveiling to ourselves. Prayer can be an intentional, purposeful opening within us. A time to name out loud in our hearts and in our minds and in our prayers that which God already knows and even still loves us completely. This praying of our secrets then is really more about owning our own stuff, naming our own places of shame or regret. Releasing these secrets into the great divine mystery of God's love and beginning a process of detaching from those secrets which hold power over us. I called a friend from seminary last night. I haven't talked to him in years. He's a chaplain now working with an organ transplant group. It was great to reconnect, but he was shocked. When I told him that today's sermon title came straight from a conversation that he and I had on the phone about 13 years ago. He had no memory of it. And I can't remember now the circumstances that led me to call him. I just remember in that conversation him saying something about the power of secrets and the liberation that can come when we lift the veil of secrecy. Some of you have heard me say it to you in my office, in your home, in the hospital room. That phrase has stuck with me all these years and I've used it so many times in various counseling situations in the last 13 years. The liberation that can come when we lift the veil of secrecy. I'm an alcoholic, I'm gay, I had an affair, I'm a cutter, I eat in secret a lot. I've had serious thoughts of killing myself. I've been in small groups where people have bared their soul for the first time ever in front of a small group of trusted others, and the tears have flowed, and the hard healing of secret-keeping began. In the conversation with my friend last night, he reminded me of Henry Nowen's wonderful work, The Wounded Healer. Nowen, a Catholic priest and theologian, wrote an insightful and sensitive essay that he entitled The Wounded Healer. He suggests that anyone doing ministry, and this is not limited to clergy, we're all ministers. He suggests that anyone doing ministry is called to understand their own suffering. To go down deep, he says, where the spirit meets the bone and to reveal or share out of our own suffering, our own struggles in our own hearts and make that a starting place in ministry to others. Nouwen uses this image of a wounded healer who sits with all the wounded as they wrap and unwrap their wounds. But he does say that the wounded healer should only unwrap one bandage at a time so that you will always be ready to respond to another's woundedness. In my line of work, I hear a good many secrets. Though I'm betting not as many as pastors used to hear back in the day before counseling and therapy and coaching became an accepted avenue of wholeness and healing. But even still, though I always offer a disclaimer that I am not a licensed professional counselor and that if you need to tell me your stuff, you will likely get what you pay for and I'm free. (laughs) Even then. People still tell me their secrets. Most of the time, this is a liberating experience for them. Something about saying it once diminishes the secret's power and allows them to say it again to another if that is necessary or helpful. Releasing the secret allows an openness to blossom. But there are times when people are so attached to their secrets that when they finally name them out loud to another, they simply shut down because they have allowed themselves to be completely defined by that that they have spent so much time and energy hidden. And once they release it, instead of liberating them, it, covers them completely as if some scarlet letter was on their forehead for all the world to see we forget you are loved we forget you are forgiven we forget to be at peace frederick beatner Author, professor, ordained Episcopal minister, writes about his personal battle in overcoming the damage done by a lifetime of burying the past. His book is entitled, Telling Secrets. As a young boy in New Jersey, Beekner and his younger brother are faced with the suicide of their father. Beetner's father was an alcoholic and had a hard time holding down a job, and Beetner's mother belittled and emasculated her husband as continuous battles waged between the couple. Their mother, angry and feeling betrayed after her husband's suicide, does not even hold a funeral or a memorial service for her husband. She simply takes her two young sons, and her own mother and whisks them all away to start a new life together for all of that to never be spoken of again. I don't think, Beatner suggests, that his mother intended for the subject to be such taboo, but the boys quickly sensed that their questions or comments about their dead father were not welcomed Superficially, they led a wonderful life. He led a life of secrecy. Read the book sometime. Beatner wages his battle against the destructive past through therapy and a growing seed that was a seeking comfort in God. He strongly feels that the only way to recover from a past filled with secrets and deception is to find the original person that God had created him to be. Beekner says this, What we hunger for perhaps more than anything else is to be known in our full humanness. And yet that is often just what we also fear more than anything else. It's important to tell at least from time to time the secret of who we truly and fully are because otherwise we run the risk of losing track of who we truly and fully are and little by little come to accept instead the highly edited version which we put forth. Social media is the most Highly edited version of our truest selves. Oh, people are traveling and they're happy. Oh, life is so good. What are their secrets? Beatner says, the highly edited version which we put forth in hope that the world will find it more acceptable than the real thing, it is important to tell our secrets too because it makes it easier for other people to tell us a secret or two of their own. And in the process, we will all be liberated. You are not Your secrets. You are known fully by God. You are loved fully by God, secrets and all. Search me. Know me, O God. Is that really your prayer? Can you step into that level of vulnerability with God? I promise you God can handle it question is can you can you imagine the freedom that might come from this prayer search me know me lifting the veil that keeps us covered that keeps us from living fully who we were made to be lift the veil of secrecy. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, an interfaith understanding grace and peace to you